Gemara Ketubot, Daf Ayin Zayin, Masechet dedicated for the Haslacha. Elliot Shashu and his wife Esther, Vastahad of Nebenehem, and making you the Tsuntari's Daf, we start on Ayin Vav Amud Bet, Vachamim Omrim, Vamedevarim Amorim, Bemumim, Trebasete. So we learned in the Mishnah that uh, in certain cases, the husband uh, is able to uh, give his wife a divorce and be exempt from paying Ketubah if he finds uh, that his wife had blemishes. So the Hamim say, but he's only talking about blemishes that were not apparent. They were besetted, they were hidden. Amar of Nachman, Somebody has epilepsy, so that is a form of a moon, shebasetet, it is hidden. It's only talking about where the epilepsy comes from time to time, so she could hide it. However, but if it's uh, not a epilepsy that comes from time to time, but it's it comes you know sporadically, so therefore she can't hide it, and therefore he must have known it, and therefore that's considered a moon uh, If it was kavua, so she just won't be around at the time that she has epilepsy, so she should hide it from the uh, husband. In the case where it just comes on sporadically, so she can't hide it. So that's considered a mumcha begalui, and therefore we assume that the husband knew about it and he married her anyway. Matnitin, Now we talk about the husband that uh, was born on him mumin after marriage. En kofin oto Interesting, so we don't force him to give a get to his wife because a lady is not so... Makpedet, uh, she's not so careful on the appearance of a man like the man is makped on the appearance of his wife. That's only being said on small uh, flaws. But if they're big, then already we force him to give a get. The Behuda had the Girsana Mishnah Noldu, which means that they appeared or they were born, these Mumin, after marriage. And Tani Hayu, which means Hayu sounds like they were around even before the marriage. So Man the Amar Noldu. So according to the opinion that says that even if they were born uh, and they manifested themselves after the marriage, and still we say that she stays married, we don't force. So, Hayu, or the more so if they were there already. Why? The Kasabra Kibla. She saw them and she accepted them. However, Manda Amar Hayu, but the opinion that reads it Hayu, that's only because she saw them before the marriage. However, Aval Noldu, no. But if they happened after the marriage, then we don't uh, make her stay and we force the husband to divorce. Tenan Amar Aban Shemam Gamliel, so we made a difference in Aban Gamliel, Shemom Gamliel, whether the Mumim are Gedolim or not. So if you're saying Noldu, meaning we're talking about where they were born, these Mumim after marriage. So now we understand. So then it makes a difference if they're a big Mum or a small Mum after marriage. However, but according to Chayyab Barav, that says the Mishnah is talking about mumim that happened before the marriage, and therefore the Chaurah, the reason why there's, you can't force the husband is because she accepted. 
So therefore, what do I care? Mali ben mumin, mali gedolim, mali ketanim. Hasav rav kibla. Which means, what do I care what type of mumim? If it already happened before the marriage, she saw the mum and she still went forward. And therefore, why would we make a difference between mumim gedolim ketanim if we're talking about before the marriage? The Gemara answers, Kesabura, he, she yichodah lekabel. Achshav, en yichodah lekabel. That she thought she could tolerate it. But now that she's married, she realizes that she cannot tolerate it. The law is that even though she was sabra vekibla, but at the end she could change her mind and say, it's too much. And therefore, he's forced to give her a divorce. And uh, these are the mumim gedolim. That he went blind in one eye. His hand was cut off or it was broken, or his leg was uh, cut off as well and broken. So these uh, mumin, even if they were uh, before the marriage and she accepted them, she could change her mind afterwards because uh, she didn't realize that it's too difficult to live in such a case. That the kofin, the Ba'ale Mumim, to be Motsi, beget if the Mumim are Gedolim. Hachamim do not make a difference between Mumim Gedolim and Mumim Ketanim. They always say, in Kofin, do not force the husband to give a get for any type of Mumim. That was the opinion of uh, Rabbah. So the Yabarat says, Vumi Amar Biyuhanan, Hache, did Rabbi Yohanan say that Alakha follows? Rabban Shimon bin Gamliel, Ve'amar Rabban, Bar Bar in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. Bechol makom sheshana Rabban Shimon bin Gamliel, b'mishnatenu, that any time we have the shita of Rabban Shimon bin Gamliel, and Mishnah, halakha kemoto, halakha follows him, except for three cases. Arev, that's a case of a guarantor, with Saidan, was a certain get that was given in Saidan, v'raya harona, that's his law in Bedin, Point is, the Yohanan said clearly that Alakha is always like Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel. So why do you have to say over here that Alakha is like him? The Alakha is always like him, according to the Yohanan. Why does he have to go out of his way and say in Masirul Kitubot that Alakha is like him? Alakha is like him except Amen. for three cases. So Gabbara says, Amora Eninu Baliba the Rabbi Yohanan. It's a machloket if Alakha is always like Rabbi Rabban Shimon Gamliel. So therefore, the rabbi that said over here that Halakha is like Rabban Shimon does not hold of that other statement that says. That the halakha is always like him. The halakha is only like him where it says the halakha is like him. That's why he had to go out of his way to say the halakha is like him over here. Whereas the other Amorah says, no, the halakha is always like the Banshimon. And if you say that, he doesn't have to go out of his way to say that the halakha is like him in Ketubot. The following Mumin, everybody holds that you force the husband to give a get to his wife. If he's filled with boils. Ubaal polipus, which we'll see what that means. Hamikamets, that's somebody that collects the excrement of dogs, that he smells. Vamitsaref nechoshet, it's also a job that has a smell to it. He's mining copper. Vabursi works in a tannery. Ben Chayu Achelonisu, whether they had this job before marriage, Uben Mishinisu Noldu, or it happened after. Vaal Kulan Amarabimiir, Afapishit Naima. Even if he made a condition with her before they got married, you know, I'm not that I'm a this, uh, I do this job. 
and she accepted. She could say, I thought I could tolerate it. But I can't tolerate it anymore. No, if they made a condition, except for when the guy's body is filled with boils, when they have tashmish, they rub against his body, causes his flesh to uh, disintegrate. And therefore, he cannot stay married in such a case, again, because it causes him, uh, his body, to, uh, to fall apart. There was a story in Sidon, there was a guy who was a bursi, he worked in the tannery, and he's died without children, and now his wife fell to Yibum. It was family business. The brother also worked in the bursi. She's able to say, she can say, listen, I tolerated your brother even though he was a Bursi, because he had other qualities. You know, he had other qualities that were that were redeeming. But that doesn't mean that I have to accept you just because you're a Bursi. And therefore, she's not forced to make a Yibum. She can make a Haditha. My Baal Pulifus. Mishnah said that there's a Baal Pulifus that you can force the husband to give a get. Amar of Yehuda. Amar Shemuel. There's a smell that comes from his nose. It says in the Braita, that's the smell that comes from the mouth. actually has the opposite. That if Yehuda, in the name of Shemuel, he's the opinion that says, Now you can remember that Shemuel is the one that says, Shemuel did not stop uh, uh, reviewing this pedic. And therefore, and this peric in the ketubot, and therefore, lo pasak pume. So therefore, you see, his mouth did not stop reviewing. And therefore, this is the opinion that says, Pudifus is reyach hapeh. Ve'amekametz. My mekametz, what is a mekametz? It means a collector. Amar of Yehuda, ze'amekametz so'at kelavim. So he collects the excrement from the dogs. Metibir, we have a brighter that says, mekametz ze'bursi. That mekametz is actually a bursi. So how are we going to explain it? So with the ta'amech, it can't be. Tikshilach matitin. Ask a question from a mishnah. Because our mishnah said ha mekametz v'mitzarif nechoshet v'abursi. What sounds like the mekametz and the bursi are two different industries. Bishlama matitin nakasha. Now we can answer the mishnah. Kam be bursi gadol, kam be bursi katan. That there's different types of bursis over here. You have the big bursi, you have the the small bursi. The mikametz is actually a small tannery. But I don't 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 steal that from the Mishnah. The Mishnah calls the small tanner a mikametz, and it calls the big tanner a bursi. So the mikametz is a way of saying a, a, one who works in a small tannery. Just say mikametz. Okay, maybe it's lozu afsu. But the point is, the Mishnah is discussing. Both cases. There's no stira in the Mishnah, because I could say the Mishnah is referring to Bursi Gadol and Bursi Katan. But the question is on the Biuda. Because he said that Mikametz is not a Bursi. He said Mikametz is somebody that collects Suat Kelabim. So how is he going to learn? We have a stira. So Yabara says Tanaehi. It's a Mahloka Tanaim. Tanya, Mikametz is Bursi. And therefore, Rabbi Yudah found the Tanah to go like him, 
and therefore he is okay. What is a mitzaref nechoshet? So he's the one that bangs the copper uh, metal in order to make uh, kettles from it. He mines the copper from the uh, from the source. Tanya kivated Rabba Barchana ezu mitzaref zemehatech nechoshet bikaro. He mines it from its source. Amar Rav Haomer. If a guy says any zan veeni mefarnes, okay. If a guy comes along and tells his wife, I'm not giving you parnasa any zan. I'm not giving you food veeni mefarnes. I'm not giving you any money. So the din is yotzi v'yeten ketuva. Zan is food and parnasa is money. Yotzi, he has to force his wife. We force him to give his wife a get, and he has to pay obviously ketuva. So Gebara says, Azal Rabbi El Azal. Amra Lishma'ata Kamed Shmuel. So she said he said this halakha in front of Shmuel. Shmuel wasn't too happy with this halakha. How do I know? Because he said, Amar Aksuha Sa'are Lil Azar. Go feed barley, which is animal food, to Rabbi El Azar. Which means I don't accept this halakha. Aj Shikofin Otolotzi Yikfu Lazun. Already you're forcing him. So force him to support his wife. What do you have to force him to give a get for? The Rav, so what does Rav hold but? Because Rav is the one that said, you, you can't, uh, you, you, don't, you don't force the guy to support his wife, you just force to give the get. Because the person cannot live with a snake in the same basket. Because this guy could change his mind. Today he decided to give Parnasa. But obviously you see the guy's bad heart. So therefore, he guy's uh, like a snake. He can bite you at any time. So therefore... You can't, you can't force the lady to live with a snake. When Zerbi Zerah went from Bavir to Eretz Israel, Salik as he went up, that he said this halakha in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. The same halakha that Rav said in Bavir, that if he doesn't want to be Mezin et Ishto, you force him to give a divorce. So Rabbi Zerah, Told Rabbi Benjamin, you didn't hear the you didn't hear the result of this halacha. Ve'alda aksua sa'arin elazar bebavil. For this halacha, they fed Rabbi Lazar animal food. They fed him se'urim, uh, and you're repeating it over here in uh, in uh, in in Eretz Yisrael. Already this halacha was said in Bavil by Rabbi Lazar, and the rabbi reacted Shmuel that is that such halacha they should feed you uh, animal food for it. Therefore, you're repeating it over here. Amar Yehuda. Amar of Aser, and me'asin ela lepisulot. We don't force a husband to give a, a get only if he married to ladies that are pisulot. Ki amerte kamed Shmuel. When I said this halakha for Shmuel, Amar he gave examples. Kegon almana lekohen gadol ugrusha v'halutza lekohen idiot mamzeret v'netina liYisrael bat Yisrael lenatin umamzer. If a person stayed married to a lady for 10 years and she didn't give birth yet, so even though we do not force a get in such a case. Even if he's married for 10 years and they don't have children, you force him to give a get to his wife. Tenan. 
We learned in our Mishnah, Elu shekofin oto leotzi. The following ladies, uh, you force the husband to give a get. Mukat shechin. The husband is a mukat shechin. He has boils. Uba'al polifus. Either he has bad smell from his, uh, uh, what do you call it? His, his hotem or his, uh, his, his nose or from his mouth. So the Gemara says, Bishtama lerav asher. So according to the asher, we understand why the Mishnah did not write the pesulot. Why didn't it say also pesulot? Because all these mumin that we mentioned in the Mishnah are derabanan laws. So therefore we're not mentioning any deoraita laws. Pesulot would be a law deoraita. We're only mentioning in the Mishnah the, the, the mumin that force a get on a rabbinical, as a rabbinical decree. That says what? That even if he wasn't married, if he was married for 10 years, and they were not able to have children, which is a rabbinical law that you have to give a get. Why didn't the Mishnah list it? Litni nasa isha yalda kofin. Because that's a rabbinical law, and we should list it in the Mishnah. Ama Rav Nachman. Nachman says, La kashya. Ha bimile. Ha bishote. In both cases, you're going to force. However, in the case of where there's no children, you only force him verbally. Bimile. Our Mishnah Web is talking about the cases where you force the guy, Bishoteh. Bishoteh means with makot. Therefore, that's why the Mishnah did not discuss the case of that she was married for 10 years, even though the deen is kofin, but a different way. It's verbal pressure as opposed to physical pressure. Don't, but they, always do, don't they always do verbal first before... Yeah, but in this case they're going to end with verbal also. Matkif la Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba has a question. You want to give Musa to an Evid, he doesn't understand verbal pressure. The Evid only understands one language. Makot. So therefore, what do you mean you're giving him verbal pressure? He's not going to accept verbal pressure. Both cases, Kofin Oto Beshotin, meaning with uh, makot. However, hatam the case of the mumin in the Mishnah, ki amra havina When the lady comes along and says, "I'll stay, uh, I'll, I'll tolerate the moon," shavki nana. Okay, then the din is she accepts. She accepts. We let her stay. But in the case of ten years without children, afagav the amra havina bahadeh lo shavkinan la. In this case over here. We do not let her stay. Ela what? We kofin ota in order to uh, uh, to get divorced. Question is why? Chavra she's not mitzuva in peria v'debia, and therefore what's the uh, what's the problem? Why you would force her to give a uh, to give a get? So it could be that maybe because uh, ultimately she regretted because she wants. Like we saw in another Gemara, she wants exactly somebody to help her in her old age, and somebody to, you know, to take care of her, and therefore, ultimately, it is for a benefit, and therefore, in the case where she says, I'll live with him, doesn't matter. Not only that, but could be it's her fault that she doesn't have children, so therefore, you have to give the husband, let's say, a chance to marry somebody. He doesn't want to marry two wives, so therefore, you have to give the husband a chance to fulfill Pereyavet and therefore, let, let him go, and let him go marry 
That's somebody else. So that's for his pidiyavidabya. We're going to force her to uh, accept a, uh, take a get. That it. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? Because the Gemara is saying, like, our Mishnah is only discussing cases where if the lady says she wants to stay, she could stay. And that's why it doesn't give the case of 10 years, because she doesn't have an option to stay. The Mishnah lists one of the cases, Mukachin. Even though she says, I'll stay, we don't listen. We learned already in the previous Mishnah. Right? We said that when they have Tashmish with the Mukachin, it causes his body to shed the flesh. What's Sakana for him? Therefore, she said, oh, I'll stay. What are you going to say? Stay going to kill him. And the Mishnah still lists that case. Veketani. So Yabra says, Hatam ki amra dayarna I'll live with him with witnesses. And therefore, the witnesses will make sure that I won't have Tashmish with him. I won't have any, uh, you know, uh, relation. Chavkinana. Okay. If she wants to live like that, we let her. Even though she says by the guy, by the, by the, by the, she couldn't have children for 10 years. I'll live with him for 10 years and I won't have a relation. Lo We do not uh, let him. Because again, it's stopping him from having the Mitzvah Priyavidabiyah by marrying somebody else. And therefore, we um, uh, force her to uh, uh, go uh, get a get. Tanya, Amar Biyose. You can't have two wives, no? You can't have two wives, but it's not, not, not everybody wants to have two wives. And therefore, exactly. expensive, exactly. You can't force the guy to take a, a second wife he doesn't want. So therefore, get rid of this one. It'll be easier, easier for him to take a, a single wife than two wives. It's in the kit. It's in the, uh, it's in the ketubah. That's one of the tarai ketubah. That uh, she accepts to receive the get if uh, they're married for te'es and they don't have children. But we don't, we no, no, we don't force. We don't force anybody. Very rarely do we force anybody to give a get to them. For, for, and, oh, for, for any reason. For, for any reason. For, 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 only if they're married, but you sued. They'll force to give a get. They don't beat anybody up today. And even they force today, they force them verbally. They, they put a, they put, the beti puts a psak out. Kifiyah. That's it. Force it. And then, then they can go, uh, you know, pressure them. That's the whole question. Could you pressure if beti does not say to pressure? That's the whole mahlukit that goes on in these, uh, you know, these, uh, whatever, these, these uh, protests that they have. Uh, Betty didn't say kofin. So Betty didn't say kofin. So what's, what's your right to be, uh, to be kofir, the guy? That's the whole sub- subject in itself. Today, Betty, when he's not kofir, only in cases where it's really isur, or the guy has some, you know, or she has some blemish that's... Uh, if she has a blemish, you're going to give it to anywhere. But if he has some sort of uh, t- terrible blemish over there and she can't live with him, then they'll, they'll force him. Uh, there, the Gemara says, Wow, there's 24 different types of uh, people that have boils, different types of uh, styles. V'kulan amru hachamim tashmish kashelahim. That all of them, the tashmish, the relation is uh, difficult uh, for them. And it gets worse. That the people that have ra'atan, uh, the tashmish is uh, the worst. Ra'atan uh, is, uh, I guess it's a parasite that goes into the brain. And that has shalom is, uh, tashmish is the worst for them. 
Okay, Mimai Have, this is Atan. Where does it come from? The Tanya. If a person uh, let blood and then uh, had Tashmish right after, Havyano Banim Vitaikin, have weak children. Hikizu Shinehem, if they both let blood, then they have Tashmish, Vishimshu, Havyano Banim, Balera Atan. That'll cause the children to have this uh, brain uh, problem. Amara Papa, Lo Amaran Ela Delata Imide. It's only talking about where they did the Hakaza. They let the blood and they didn't taste anything in between. Aval, if they tasted something in between, let lan ba. There is no uh, problem. My simane, what's the simanim of this ra'atan? What's the signs of it? Dalfan ene. So he has teary eyes. Vidaybe nihere. So he has a runny, runny nose. Vaitele rira mepume. And he has like drool. Saliva dripping out of his mouth. Urmu didbe elaven. The bugs, the, the flies, fly around him. Umay asute. What's the cure for this? Amar abaye. So the, the, the cure is the following. Pila. That's a type of uh, herb that comes from the mint family. Veludana. That's a, a type of a bitter herb. Girda de egoza. The peel of a walnut. Vigirda de ashpa, and what they um, take from the uh, skin or the hide of an animal that they rub it off. Uchlil malka, that's called. Uh, <coughs> Lily birds. Lily, okay, de dekla sumka, and the red uh, peel of the of the small dates uh, that ripen. Veshalik lehu hadade, and then you uh, cook them. All up together, and then uh, bring the sick person into a uh, marble house. Uh, that's uh, no wind. If you can't find a house made out of marble, basically there's no draft or wind. So bring him into a house that the house has thick bricks, and therefore it's you know built good. Uh, and you take uh, 300 cups of this I think it's Labdafka yeah it's going to be a Guzman but you take a lot of cups and you pour it over his head uh, until it starts to uh, his head becomes the skull becomes soft so you can cut it open with a knife and then you open up his skull uh, you know, by the uh, you know by by by, by the membrane. and you bring four leaves of hadasim. and uh, each each one of the hadasim you put it under the legs of the parasite to lift up the legs of the parasite to remove it from the from the brain. Then you take the sheretz in like uh, tongues. And then you burn it. The ilah, because you don't burn it, hadar elave, it go right back, and it knows it's uh, knows it's custom. Therefore, you got to remove it and then burn it. So basically, this was the old way they did the brain surgery. Machriz Rabbi Yochanan zaharu mizibube shel baale raatan. Be careful, these bugs, these uh, flies that fly around the baale raatan. 
be careful they they carry disease and therefore you know they could spread it and therefore be careful from those flies uh, so you see already from then they knew about this uh, like today we have mosquitoes and uh, West Nile these type of things that are carried by you know the the, the Zika so yeah, they know it they know that then they're ready you have to be careful for these flies because they do carry disease he would not sit uh, where the wind would blow uh, where the Balera Tanwa because he was worried that the, the, I guess even the the wind that blew by the Balera Atan was contagious and it could get him sick wear a mask for yeah, there you go well, he wouldn't even go sit in the same tent as a uh, as a Balera Atan they wouldn't eat from the eggs that were in the same uh, the same neighborhood as the uh, so each each one had their own uh, protocol over here. See, it depends who they listen to. So which, uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Follow the CDC rules, or you follow. Uh, so over here, wouldn't eat from the egg and then the same thing. That's the mahmir. Okay, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. It's the best. The Yoshua, he would sit with them, night next to them, and study Torah. Amar, If the Torah brings charm and grace upon those that learn it, you think it's not going to protect you from, from sickness? So that's it. That's the best, uh, the best vaccination. Study Torah, and the Torah will protect of course, it has to be like the Torah of Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, but that's another story. Kiava Shachiv, when Rabbi Yoshua came, uh, it's time to pass away, it's a famous story. Amrule le Malachamavit. So they tell the Malachamavit, Zil Avid le Riuteh. Okay, go, uh, you know, go, go, go do his will, you know, fulfill his will. Azal et Hazele. So the Malachamavit comes to appear to Rabbi Yoshua. Amarle, so Rabbi Yoshua tells him, uh, listen, I want you to bring me to Gan Eden directly. And I want you to show me my uh, my place where I'm going to be. So the Malachi Bible said, fine, we can accommodate. So Yeshua said, I want, your, I want your knife. The knife that he uses to uh, to kill people. Why? I'm scared you're going to intimidate me on the way up. And therefore, I don't want to get intimidated and scared. So let me hold your knife. You have any It's amazing, this rabbi. So the Malachamavit hands in his weapon and gives the knife to the Biyoshua. So the Biyoshua ben Nevi gets to Gan Eden. So the Malachamavit you know, lifted up the uh, the wall. Or Dalyeh. And he showed him the place in Gan Eden. Shevar nafilahu gisa. So the Biyoshua jumped over the fence into Gan Eden. And that's it. But the Malachamavit was holding on to the Biyoshua's, the corner of his garment. So the Biyoshua said, I said, I'm not leaving. And therefore, uh, you have a problem over there because the Malachamavit uh, wants to bring the Biyoshua out. You can't go into Gan Eden alive. You got to go through the process. You got to die first. He didn't die. So therefore, the Malach now has a dilemma. So Amar Kuchabiriku. So Kadosh Baruch Hu said, "I itchil ashevuata nihadet." 
if Rabbi Yoshua ever broke one of his shivuot in his life to hatara or to any other way, then that's it. Then he doesn't deserve. We're not going. We're not going to keep his word. Then we'll make hatara on him and get him out. <coughs> but if he never went back on his word once, that's it. He's a man of his word. We're not going to make him go back on his word now, and therefore keep him in there. Amar le so the malachim ever told Rabbi Yoshua, Avi Sakinai said, "Fine, but just give me my knife back." <laughs> so the Yoshua didn't want to give him the knife back because he was scared to use it against him. Nafka bekala, a heavenly voice came out and said to Yoshua, "Have temet be'ad briyata." He doesn't need it for you; he needs it for other people. Therefore, give him back the knife. Okay. So therefore, he gave the uh, gave the knife back once it was guaranteed that he's not going to use it against. So the Yoshua is one of the exceptional tzaddikim that went to Gan Eden alive. And bypassed the uh, death sentence of Malachamavit. Machriz Eliyahu Kameh. Eliyahu and Navi uh, made the announcement in front of Rabbi Yoshua. Panumakom Panumakom Make place, make room <coughs> for Ben Levi. Azal Bar Yochai. So Rabbi Yoshua found Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. He was sitting on 13 chairs that were made out of pure gold. So the Bishwam in Yochai tells the Yoshua, Are you the Ben Nevi that they were talking? So he says, Yes. Did the, was the, was the, was the, was the, was the, uh, the rainbow ever seen in your time? So the Bishwam said, Yes. So Imkin, the Bishwan said, I ata bar You cannot be bar leva'e, which means you didn't get to the potential that you could have uh, reached. I guess that's a sign that God wants to destroy the world. And if the tzaddik is in the world, <coughs> the tzaddik is able to bring the mercy of God that he won't even want to destroy the world. So therefore you don't need a sign because the tzaddik is to protect you. So basically he was telling him if there was a keshit in your time, so then already uh, must be that you didn't reach the level of bad uh, leva'eh. And that's uh, we said once, the explanation in Parashat Behokotai, it says uh, that one of the berachot that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring is Venatati Gishmechem Be'itam. I'll bring the rain in its time. And uh, she says, what's the rain in its time? Friday nights when everybody's, uh, when everybody's home. Now, why is that considered a berachah? So we always understand, because everybody's home, therefore they don't get wet. But I saw an explanation, because if it rains at night, you can't be a rainbow. Mm-hmm. <coughs> because there's no rainbow at night. So therefore, you won't have a rainbow, there will be a sign already that you'll be in berachah, that I will not have a... Always when it rains at night, there's no, uh, there's no rainbow. Velai, the Gemara says, that actually the Yosho was being uh, modest. When he said there was rainbow in his time, I'm not going to be bal and you know, boast and things like that. So he said, yeah, there was, there was, a, there was a rainbow. So what do you see from over here? Lie for modesty. Exactly, you can lie for modesty. That's exactly what you see. Amara the Mechtam Adiyahu potchim peta lehavanat beomek agadazuk agdama mara maral sheshchiluk ben mitat adam. The mitat behema, the mitat behema, yeshe eder gamur. 
Because when an animal dies, everything is gone. You don't have anything remaining. When a human dies, his body dies, but his neshama lives on forever. That's able to reach levels of attachment to God that it wasn't able to when it had the body as a as a impediment. Most people need to die first in order to get to that to that level. That shows you that his goof was not even a not a chatzitza that was able to enter these levels with a goof. That's a, a totally different level. That's he was able to only get to these levels through the study of Torah. That the Malachamah did not have any shlita uh, on him. Means he wants to see the level that he attained. He wanted to know assessment of himself. He wanted to know where did I get to? What was my what was my madriga? wanted to assess himself correctly. Then, then he could know already. If he could have done more or could have done less, so he was wanted to know exactly which 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 did he reach, and then he'll 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 analyze himself to see that if he, he thinks he was able to do more or less, and to bring him to make the shuvah. Doesn't want to get afraid on the way. So he's saying that he wanted, he didn't want the, the Satan to uh, give him uh, a fear or different types of intimidation because it would take him away from his Amorat Hashem that he wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, Mechaven. He shows him above the wall. If the wall is a representation that the Malachamavit minimized the body of Rabbi Yoshua in order to be able to attach himself uh, to the Kod Yakol, which is HaKadosh Baruch And then, Kafatz Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi that he, he jumped to a high level, but he jumped over the wall. And he made it to based on whatever he needed to make, and he got his Gan uh, Eden at that point over there. Okay. Now, the Gemara continues, and the Gemara says, was the uh, the friend of the Malachi Mavit. He was accustomed to be with him. When he was about to die, go take care of him, do what he wants. So he appeared to the rabbi. 
I need 30 days to make Hazara on uh, all my learning. The Amre, Ashrim Mishibalekan, the Tamudu Biyado. It's a fortune is the guy that comes up to heaven and Tamudu Biyado, he has a Tamud in his hand. Shafke, so he let him. The Batat Latino meet after 30 days. Azal, it has really appeared to him again. Amarle, Ahaveli Duktai. Show me my place again, Eden. Amarle, Lehaye, fine. Amarle, have the Sakinah, same story, give me a knife. Dilma, Bebatelech, Berhame, begin to scare me on the road. Amarle, so he told him, Behavrak, Baitim, Ibadli, which means you want to do what your friend did to me, the Bioshua Benevi, which means, Kehavrak, Baitim, Ibadli, you want to do like you did to, like my friend did, your friend did. Amarle, IT, Sefer Torah, Okay, bring me a separate Torah and show me if there's anything in the separate Torah that I did not uh, keep. So the Machamavet says, Did you do like Rabbi Yoshua? That you stayed next to the Ba'ale Ra'atan and studied Torah and you didn't get uh, contagious, uh, you didn't catch a disease. So he said, which means you didn't do that, Rabbi Yoshua. You want, you want to have the same status of Rabbi Yoshua that I should give you the knife. You did everything. Did you do that? Were you able to study Torah on such a level that next to the Balera Atan and not get uh, not get affected? Me, Ikhrakht, the Balera Atan, we asked with Torah. The Gibraltar says, we feel hache. Even so, you know, he didn't get to that level to go up to get Eden alive. There was a pillar of fire that separated between Hanina Bar Papa and the rest of the people. Ugmini. And the rule is, Only for one or two in the generation, they get this miracle where the Amuda Ish comes down. It separates them from the uh, from the people, which obviously is a siman that he's on a high uh, spiritual level, and therefore separating him from everybody else. Kerav legabe Rabbi Alexandri, Alexandri came next to the Aaron of Hanabar Papa. Be'amarni said, which means this fire over here, I guess, was uh, scary to the people. So he said, please, get rid of the fire uh, in order for the end of the kavod of the hachamim. I guess it's embarrassing to them that they're not on the level. Therefore, they're showing, oh, he's on one level, he's on a lower level. He says, please, don't embarrass us. Yeah, get rid of the fire. He didn't pay attention. Do it in honor of your father. Why? Uh, because uh, the kavod of the father also was being nifgam. Because the fire was separating between him and him as well. As if to say that, right, he's better. Lo eshkah. He didn't pay attention over here. And the fire re- remained. At the end he said, kevod Which means for your own sake, so the people can come to next to your coffin and eulogize you and carry it. They can, they can access Istalik. Uh, then it ready the fire moved away. Amar Abaye, Abaye said, La apuke miman de lo kiem afilu ot ahat. 
So Gemara makes a, uh, a condition that Abayah says that this Amud Esh comes in order to uh, to separate between the Tzaddik that passed away from everybody else that did not fulfill the Torah like him. Amar Rav Ada Bar Matna Mimor Itle Wow, which is coming to separate uh, from, from, from you, Abaye. Why? He doesn't have a parapet to his roof, like the Torah said. The Torah says, What do you mean? It's true. Abaye didn't fulfill the Mitzvah Ma'ake. He had a Ma'ake. However, the wind came and blew it off. So you say he's separating from guys like you that don't fulfill the laws of the Torah. How come there's no Atan in Babylonia? There you go. Eat the beets. And they eat, uh, they drink beer that's from the hops that grow in the uh, fields of the thorns, of the kitsunim. Oh, that's the, uh, the parasite in that? Yeah. How come there's no lepers in Babel? So on the beats, and they drink beer, and they bathe in the Euphrates. Amen.